Welcome to Base Liberty, your source for politics. The government is way too big, way too intrusive, we are overtaxed. History. The right to self-defense is a natural, God-given right. The founders clearly understood this. Economics. We can't just keep printing off money, we can't just keep borrowing money. If you think this path is sustainable, then I've got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. And more. From a Liberty perspective. I've got to disagree with you there. The income tax is clearly immoral because it assumes you don't own the fruit of your labor, the government. With your host, Darren Wisely. Deregulation and decentralization are the answers if we're ever going to get this thing back on track. We need to look to families, churches, and charities, not the Welcome state. To Base Liberty, Episode 7. Darren Wisely here. Today is Wednesday, August 26, 2020. And today we're talking about the most notorious whistleblower in recent memory, if not in all of American history. That, of course, is Edward Snowden. Just to recap, he dropped a bombshell about the domestic spying going on that the United States government claimed didn't exist in 2013. And this really horrified the intelligence community. And right after he did so, he fled where he saw asylum in Russia, uh, fearing repercussions from the United States government. And of course, criminal charges were filed against him. And he is still in Russia today. Snowden has come back up in the news because President Trump has said he would take a strong look at pardoning Snowden. This is a huge shift from in 2013 when Trump tweeted that Snowden is a spy who should be executed. When this was brought up, President Trump said that a lot of people have not been treated fairly by the Justice Department. I didn't know a ton about this story when it dropped back in 2013, but my last year of law school, I did a big research paper called Big Data Meets Big Government. This was all about the surveillance state. My eyes were opened up to so many things, and a lot of my research was on Snowden and all of the information that he brought to light about what was going on with our intelligence department. Edward Snowden was born in 1983 to a military family. His grandfather was an admiral in the Coast Guard, and his father was also in the Coast Guard. His older sister actually was a federal judge. So he kind of always saw himself as someone who would work for the federal government. High school actually missed nine months because he had a case of mono, and he never ended up graduating, but he went and got his GED. After high school, he attend took some community college courses, never finished that either, but he did work toward his master's, which he received online. So in 2006, Snowden was at a job fair, and he took a job with the CIA, and Snowden said he never had any trouble interviewing because he was such a wizard with computers. The CIA s soon sent Snowden to a secret school for CIA tech analysts. In 2007, Snowden was then sent to Geneva, where he was one of the United States' top intelligence experts in that region. Snowden pointed out a story when he was over there. There was a Swiss banker who was drunk and the CIA actually encouraged him to drive home and then afterwards they used this against him to turn him into an informant. Snowden was seen as just incredibly brilliant uh, in the cyber intelligence community. He quickly rose up the ladder 
but he started having ethical doubts. He realized 18 to 20-year-old analysts would see intimate photos of people, nude photos, people in sexually compromised positions, and what do they do? Well, they share it to their coworkers, and pretty soon, a person's entire private life is made known to everyone in the office. These ethical dilemmas eventually led to Snowden resigning in 2009, where he took a job with Dell as a subcontractor. And with Dell, he helped top military officials learn how to protect themselves from cyber attacks from the Chinese government. He was over in Tokyo at this time, and later on was stationed in Hawaii. 2011, Snowden was leading top CIA experts in cybersecurity. 2013, Snowden reached his breaking point when James Clapper lied under oath to Congress when he denied that the intelligence community was gathering data on millions of Americans. Snowden said, no intelligence community can be saved that thinks it's okay to directly lie to the public. After that, Snowden had enough and he resigned his position with Dell. He had a lot of problems with the intelligence community, but when President Obama took office in 2008, Snowden thought maybe Obama would change the policies that President W. Bush had set before him, but we all know that didn't happen. Obama just continued these policies in this surveillance state. Snowden said that he had been a spy in the traditional sense that lived and worked overseas with a secret job. He pretended to have a job that wasn't really his. Well, Snowden's convictions led him to take an incredibly bold and courageous act that he knew going into it would have repercussions and he knew what they'd be but in 2013 he still uh, dropped the bomb and this really just shocked, shocked the world and here's just a list of some of the major things that Snowden broke to the public. Courts had appointed direct access to Americans' Google and Yahoo accounts. NSA call databases were using boundless information to collect call information on America. Secret court orders required Verizon to hand over hundreds of millions of Americans' phone records daily. The intelligence community had a black budget of $52 billion in 2013 alone. Some of this money was used to pay private U.S. tech companies get clandestine access from them to communications networks. Millions of emails, instant messenger contact lists, email content, tracking and mapping of cell phone locations, even undermining attempts at encryption were going on in the intelligence community. Intelligence community was also secretly accessing Yahoo and Google databases to collect info for hundreds of account holders worldwide by tapping undersea cables. NSA and CIA had even spied on Xbox Live and World of Warcraft. Intelligence community analysts have even spied on their own private love interests. Talk about creepy. In a leaked NSA slide, one of the quotes on there is, collect it all, process it all, exploit it all, partner it all, sniff it all, know it all. The intelligence community has also infected millions of computers with malware program using a fake Facebook server. Also leaked was that 90% of this gathering was on average ordinary Americans, not intended targets. All this being brought to light definitely breaches 
public trust in the federal government. And this is what we now call the deep state, the secret government bureaucrats acting with no oversight, doing whatever they want, spying on the most intimate activities and communications of American citizens. Look, the government's supposed to work for us, not spy on us. This is an outrage to me, and not enough people really are upset by it, in my opinion. It seems to be something people just accept as part of living in modern times. Well, they shouldn't. Snowden, as I said, as a patriot, coming forward, risking his life, he was in Hong Kong when he dropped all this information in 2013. He had to act immediately because the United States government revoked his citizenship and his passports and secretly filed criminal charges against Snowden. Uh, later, those became public information. Snowden immediately requested asylum to anyone who would give it to him. Four Latin American countries uh, accepted that request. But there was a lot of problem with the travel there because the CIA historically, as I'm sure you know, has worked very hand-in-hand -hand with a lot of Latin American countries. It's close to the United States. It would probably be pretty easy to bring Snowden back to the United States there. And also, just before making this decision, a, the Bolivian president's plane had been forced to land by the United States government. So Snowden wasn't going to take any chances about coming back across to the Western world. At that time, Russia granted Snowden asylum, and he decided to go there. And he went there because he feared torture and even capital punishment if he returned back home to the United States. This time, President Obama said, Snowden, you need to come back home and face the music. Snowden said the problem with these type of charges is he has no ability to make a case for himself, and all it would be would be a show trial. Now, Snowden, as I said, is still in Russia today, and he's trying to live as normal of a life as possible. In 2019, he was granted permanent residency, and in 2017, he was able to marry his love, Lindsay Mills. Snowden was charged under the Espionage Act of 1917. This was signed into law in World War I era by President Wilson. So if Woodrow Wilson supports it, that should be enough for you to know that it's probably an evil and corrupt policy. So this is something that really needs to be repealed because it prevents whistleblowers from coming forward. Under this act in 1919, Shank was actually arrested and thrown in jail for passing out flyers opposing World War One, and Eugene Debs was convicted for similar things, speaking out against the war. And this is such a violation of the First Amendment. The reason we have it is so people can speak their mind freely, whether you agree with them or not. The First Amendment isn't about talking about the weather. It's about talking about hard, controversial opinions, just as we're doing here on the show. Response to Snowden coming forward. James Clapper, of course, vehemently opposed Snowden's actions here, to no surprise, because he had just lied to Congress about everything that was going on, and oops, he kind of got caught with his pants down. Robert Mueller, who, of course, had that report with President Trump, also criticized Snowden for his actions. No surprise there as well. Hillary Clinton had strong words uh, in typical fashion, just political speak, criticizing Snowden, saying he should face a trial similar to what President Obama said. Uh, of course, it's kind of funny Hillary Clinton criticizing someone 
for having information go out when she herself had a little bit of problems of her own with her email server. Similar from Al Gore, John Kerry, the Democratic establishment all said that they didn't agree with Snowden coming forward. Interestingly enough, uh, former President Jimmy Carter said he would consider pardoning Snowden if he were in the position to do so. So I, I think it's good for President Carter coming forward. And Ron Paul, always a champion of liberty, was part of a petition to grant Edward Snowden clemency in 2014. Snowden Effect has really brought this issue to the forefront of public knowledge and it has sparked a lot of debate that is long overdue on the surveillance state and privacy. In 2013, Judicial Watch, a conservative uh, nonprofit group, their founder, Larry Clayman, filed a suit that the intelligence community was unlawfully collecting metadata from his telephone records and harassing him. In this suit, Clayman v. Obama, and the federal judge in this case, Judge Leon, said this almost Orwellian technology was likely unconstitutional. Edward Snowden saw this as a vindication of him coming forward. All this hopefully gives you a little more information. I think we all know in 2020 what the NSA is doing, how unconstitutional it is. Again, I did this big research paper, how it was a violation of our Fourth Amendment. I think these details I brought forward give you some more examples of what's really going on because it really is creepy. And I know there's backlash from both the left and the right on Snowden coming forward. But the thing you have to realize, unlike some people, like some of the things with WikiLeaks, Chelsea Manning, you know, some of these other things you can debate the merits of, but what Snowden did that some of these others haven't done, or at least not as good a job of, is he redacted things that would compromise national security, things that would put individuals in danger. He went forward because he didn't want his old friends and people to get harmed as he came forward. So he put a lot of time and effort to do this and to do it right. And again, he's risked his own life. He's had to give up a normal life, move to a different country, learn to a different language. That to me is patriotism. I hope President Trump really is strongly considering this. And I, I hope he does end up pardoning Snowden because it is the right thing to do. If President Trump did this, it would be a great accomplishment and just a great move. That is what America is about. It's about not doing something because it's easy. It's about doing what is right. If you want to find more information on Snowden, there's a good movie out called Snowden. More interestingly, I really like the documentary. I saw it on, I think, Amazon Prime. Maybe it was Netflix. It's called Citizen Four. And that's a documentary. And you can actually see the journalists in there filming him. And it gives you that suspense, that eerie feeling, just a little taste of what Edward Snowden had to go through as a patriot to blow the whistle on all the corrupt and unconstitutional things the national security community, the intelligence community in the United States was doing. I hope you enjoyed this one, and those are some things to look into. Give me some feedback, what your thoughts are, and hey, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Base Liberty.